the age of exploration and conquest of the Americas has undergone some remarkable changes in interpretation in the past half-century. This short book will serve as an introduction to this seminal period in world history encompassed by the 15th and 16th centuries. You will read about traditional and modern interpretations of what happened and how historians and other students of the past, such as archaeologists, ethnographers, and demographers, have defined and studied the changes in world history prompted by this great encounter between two worlds. As the distinguished historian John Perry once observed, America was not discovered by the Europeans. It was truly a meeting of two cultures who had not known each other previously. Most readers are familiar with some of the bare facts of the age of the conquest, the discoveries made by Christopher Columbus, the beginning of the European settlements on the large islands of the Caribbean, and then the continuing conquest of lands and Amerindian peoples across the continents of North America and South America, and including the connecting isthmus of Central America. But as researchers have probed more deeply into the documentation and have embraced new priorities and brought new perspectives into the equation of interpreting the past, it seems that the history of the conquest has been loosened from its foundations and radiates with controversy and differing points of view. For example, to label it the conquest of America is hardly acceptable to a new generation of scholars. It was, as John Perry noted, a meeting of two worlds, an encounter between two civilizations, and you will often find encounter used as a substitute for conquest. In this book, we will use both, for each has a special meaning. Conquest implies a superiority of one civilization over the other, while encounter implies a greater equality of customs and culture each different in many ways, but neither superior in overall qualities. That the Spanish and Portuguese wielded a technological and military superiority over most of the Amerindian peoples, from the village-level people of the Caribbean to the great state-level archaic empires of the Aztecs in Mexico and Inca in Peru, is generally true, and thus conquest by arms is appropriate. But even within this category, there is disagreement. The Spanish, armed with swords of Toledan steel and great war horses, did not simply ride roughshod over Amer Indians armed with primitive weapons, absolutely intimidating and overwhelming the Tainos, for example, on the island of Española or the Aztecs of central Mexico. The first battle or campaign between the Tainos and Spaniards on Española went to the Tainos, and the mighty conquistador of the Aztecs, Hernán Cortés, waged a campaign of fire and terror between 1519 and 1523 on the Aztecs, the outcome of which was not a given. The Aztec warriors gave as much as they took, and the pendulum of battle swung back and forth, driven by courage, wile, terror, technology, and disease, all in different proportions at different times of the campaign. The first chronicles or histories of any given era, such as the encounter, are usually the ones to establish the orthodox 
or traditional view of what happened. History is based on documentary evidence, which, by definition, is based on written records. Since the Spanish were literate and the great bulk of the Indian population was not, the first chronicles and records of the conquest were produced by Spaniards. Their point of view was celebratory and triumphant, while the Indian perspective was submerged or highly skewed, seen through the lens of Spanish customs and traditions. The Spanish or Eurocentric perspective is challenged by contradictory evidence and points of view, many of them recent, born of new scholarship. But some perspectives, as you will read shortly below, arise from eyewitness accounts by Spaniards of the epoch itself.